there is a difference in healing and miracles. And this was not revelation to me until about 15 years ago. I was looking at 1 Corinthians 12 and realizing the gifts of the Spirit, you know, faith, prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues, all of those. Healings and miracles are two different ones. Have you ever prayed for healing? Have you ever prayed for a miracle and it seemed like God didn't answer? Today, guest speaker Laura Harris-Smith joins Gary Wilkerson to discuss how she came to believe in miracles and divine healing and discovered the difference between them. Before we join them, though, we want you to have access to daily biblical encouragement. World Challenge offers daily devotional emails as a regular reminder of God's goodness. You can sign up at worldchallenge.org. We would not be able to create these resources without generous listeners like you. Please consider donating to power the mission and make World Challenge resources like this devotional and podcast possible. Now, here's our host, Gary Wilkerson. Well, hello, everybody. We are in for a, we're in for a great time today at uh, the Gary Wilkerson podcast here at World Challenge. Uh, we have uh, in our studio with us today, uh, Laura Harris-Smith. Thanks for, thanks for being with us today. Thanks. And uh, I, I just got your book, and I've been reading it, and it's been a real blessing. Uh, I love how you're praying for people <laughs> and speaking faith and uh, helping people spirit, uh, mind, and body, spirit, soul, and body. That's one of our favorite passages here as a ministry, First Thessalonians, where it talks about the spirit, soul, and body. I am a miracle-believing. Hey, let's pray, and I'll call down a miracle. But I want people to maintain their miracles yeah. and to be smart. Great point. I really love that you're saying that because we— I'm, I'm with you. I believe in uh, supernatural healing, uh, divine intervention from heaven comes to earth. and <laughs> and so. But I have noticed— uh, because that, that was not, let me say this, that, that was not uh, an integral part of my ministry. I believed in healing, but it wasn't the type of thing where, like, every time I preached, I would pray for the sick. Right. Now it is uh, because of a couple of years ago, the Lord just <clears throat> did this thing in my life where he kind of introduced something new to my wow. life. So I started praying for the sick and seeing people healed mm-hmm. supernaturally. But I'd go back to the same, you know, you're a speaker as well as a writer. Sometimes you can invite it back to the same place. Yeah. And I would see somebody that got healed, maybe like a, a knee that could barely walk. And then all of a sudden they're like, their knees kicking up. They're like, oh, my knee's healed, my knee's healed. And then you go back next year and they're kind of limping again. And you kind of, you know, I'm not a nutritionist, but I see they're, they're like, you know, maybe 50, 60 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're not exercising. And you kind of wonder like, okay, there's supernatural healing of God, mm-hmm. but there's something that we're responsible for. And I yes, think your book is brilliant about that. Where, Thank uh, you. Can you just talk mm-hmm. about the difference between the two, uh, the divine healing? I'll tell you what, the... you just hit on why I wrote the book. Okay, good. Because <clears throat> I came from a denomination where I did not believe in healing. Well, okay. I knew he could do it. I didn't know we could ask. I didn't know he wanted to do it. And I'd seen so many people who died that I just thought, I was going to preach my experience and not the word of God, mm-hmm. you know. So here I didn't believe. And then I was in that camp for decades. Then I have this experience with the Lord. I come into this incredible, this is now like early 90s, um, where I do start believing in healing. And I realized there were two very distinct camps. Mm-hmm. There's the one and dones, which I probably belong to now. I'm going to pray one prayer and God's going to fix this for okay. us, right? I just right. think that's a place of faith. And then there's the other camp who they don't maybe believe in miracles, but they got the food down pat. They understand the link between gotcha. nutrition and their bodies, and they try to that kind of major in that. I wanted to bring those two camps yeah. together. I was actually really? at a show, doing a television show a few years ago, and it was a place that really believed in miracles, really believed in the supernatural. There was another guest backstage, and she came up to me, and she said, I had cancer. And I said, I didn't know that. I mean, she's a worldwide known 
evangel mm. healing evangelist. Hmm. I said, I didn't know that. She said, my, my whole church didn't know it. Wow. I said, why? I can't imagine not having your army praying for you, you know. Right. And she said, I just thought that it would be detrimental to the ministry, to their faith. Um, she said, I tried to make changes, but it felt like bondage to me. So I just trust that the Lord has my back. Mm. And she then told me she felt like what I was doing was works. Wow. And I said, sister, it takes a whole lot more work to get sick. God was, intended you to be healthy, yeah. you know, so let's talk about that. I don't interrupt, <laughs> but, but do you think she, she was saying, when she said bondage, do you think she was speaking of, like, to try to eat healthy? To try is to, bond, and it is like, work. Like, I want, my, I want my Twinkies and yeah. chocolate cookies, and, and it's bondage to— I don't know that to, she was that, you know, uh, but, but, but yes. Okay, that's what it, she was saying. Discipline okay. sometimes mm-hmm. feels like bondage, the right. rules, the whatever. But once you flip it and your perspective becomes, no, my body's actually— the temple of the Holy Spirit, like for real, yeah. the temple of the Holy Spirit. So right. what am I going to do to it? Yeah. Um, and so it was that experience that led me to want to write a book that would bring these two. Can you imagine right. if these two camps came together yeah. and we understood what we put into our bodies affects not just our health. Gary, I believe it affects our faith. And the reason mm-hmm. I say this is how did sin first yeah. enter the world? Through food. What did Esau sell his birthright for? What did the Israelites grumble Mm -hmm. over? You know, Um, Jesus' temptation of bread. Exactly. So then why do you I don't know. I look at all of that and I say even it proves that there's a link between our food and our faith. When you remove food, when you fast, your faith Mm -hmm. like goes up. So I, I think there's an indisputable uh, link between those, and I'd love to bring these two camps together. That's why the book is so uh, both. We're going to call down a miracle and then tell you how to maintain yeah. it. Yeah, because the, the, you're right. The, 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 uh, if food is causing mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the sugar high mm-hmm. and then the depression afterwards and you're yeah. trying to have faith but you're depressed, that's – you know, you you can, yeah. you can you can pray for the miracle, like you know, Lord, give him faith again. But I, you know, and, and I know the Lord doesn't get tired of our, of our, uh, of our shortcomings. You know, He tries to no. help us grow. But you know, after a while, I would think if I was the Lord, I would keep saying like, you know, <laughs> I, okay, I'll keep healing you of depression. But if you keep eating, yeah. the, you know, all this garbage, it's it's uh, you know, you're going to yeah. pay, pay the price for that to some degree. And this kind of launches into something I'm very passionate about, and I'll make it brief. But there is a difference in healing. And miracles, and this was not revelation to me until about 15 years ago. I was looking at 1 Corinthians 12 and realizing the gifts of the Spirit, you know, faith, prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues, all of those. Healings and miracles are two different ones. There's not eight gifts of the Spirit. There's nine. And I started asking the Lord about that and really researching in the Greek. What's the difference? A miracle is an instantaneous work of God. One of the Greek definitions is literally um, that the man of God may be established. So a sign and wonder happens. He's preaching, everybody believes. Or she's preaching, everybody believes because of that sign. A healing implies process. Hmm. The Greek words are many, many for them. But one of them is therapeo. It means therapy, cure, Hmm. medicine. So sometimes you pray for a miracle, and unfortunately, you get a healing. (laughs) And so that's why I tell people it's not religious rhetoric to say, okay, I just got prayed for. I'm healed in Jesus' name. You're still manifesting symptoms. You did get a healing, but it may take weeks, months, years, who knows. And I have had those experiences. I've had flat-out miracles where he healed a rib I broke, reinflated a lung after an injury happened. I mean, 
x-rays proved it the before and after x-rays flooded he flooded uh, facebook you know mm. two days later and then there's these that he uh, makes me cooperate with him yeah. and heal and that, that usually engages yeah. the body mind and spirit that's so cool that uh i, I knew the word th- therapy there the greek word that th- we get the word therapy from yeah. but i never this first time and i've been in the ministry 40 plus years so it's pretty rare that somebody pitches something that I haven't heard before. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> that it's that's a process. And, and when you think of therapy, like if somebody goes to a Christian counselor or a therapist, mm-hmm. they don't expect to hear like five minutes of uh, the therapist's words and then all of a sudden walk away. Oh, I have a perfect marriage that's now. A perfect or have example, yeah. Right. So therapy is usually a, a, a mm-hmm. long-term that process. Yeah. So that, that's a that's a good word. Um, last question I was going to ask you was, and I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but two examples. One of like a, somebody, you and your husband or ministry team at your church. I know you're, you mentioned the book, Your Church Prays Every every Sunday for the Sick. Uh, yes, yeah, we so, do. Anybody so, who comes up, we'll, okay, we'll pray yeah. for them, right? Okay, so I was thinking if you could, because uh, you, you mentioned here even in the back of the book, uh, these these when we speak of miracles, it builds our faith. Mm-hmm. So maybe one miracle you've seen that are supernatural, is like somebody's healed of a disease or sickness, and then one... Mm. One the the more the the healing uh, one miracle one healing as you describe them uh, the the instantaneous God healed that person that, that really thrills you, you. Okay. and then the other one is the, the one like you saw over time they started eating more right. better and getting working out or whatever. And, well, I'm yeah. going to tell you okay. the first miracle okay. I ever saw. Yeah. Okay, this yeah. is so there's it's really hard, but I'm going to tell you the first one. I was fresh out of a denomination that didn't fully grasp this, uh. and so um, we get invited to just go to visit with a man. Um, long story short, there's like six, seven of us in the room. We're praying for each other. We're just in a little off, a little side office at a church where one of the people worked. And he stands up and he says, you know, I want you to pray for my leg. I've always had a leg, one that's shorter than the other my mm-hmm. whole life. And I've had to go to tailors and I get special pants made and it's, it's drastic. It's, I mean, and we noticed he had a different gait, you okay, know, but, right. but it, I didn't know that's what it was. It can be so many different things. And he said, I just really have faith right now <laughs> that you guys will pray for me. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, you don't, yeah, you don't, go get somebody else. Like, somebody more experienced. We're uh-huh. experienced with it. And so my husband, Chris, and I, we get down on the ground. I thought that's a good thing to do. He's in a chair. We'll get down on the ground. And we, we took his hand. And we just started to pray. It wasn't like any big faith. It was just childlike faith, honestly. And we start hearing this. I'm just going to do this. This is the easiest thing for me to do. Oh, wow. We start yeah. hearing his back do all this stuff. <laughs> wow. And he's like kind of twisting, and the the leg grew wow. into our hands. That was the first miracle we yeah. ever saw. Yeah. And, I, awesome. and we were sort of like, even then, in my kind of skeptical mind, I'm like, okay, maybe he's shifting his hips <laughs> and he's doing this, you know. But no, we heard the popping. <laughs> um, there was also a woman in the room. She was uh, blind in one eye, all this mm. other stuff. And... So he stands up and he says, my legs are even. She doesn't Hmm. receive her healing there. And, I mean, the spirit (coughs) falls. We're all like just, it was an amazing, miraculous moment. He goes home and calls us a few weeks later to invite us over for dinner. And he said, um, after dinner, I have something I want to show you. He takes us back to his closet and he opens his closet door and he said, I did not tell my tailor what happened. But I went in to get a new pair of pants, mm-hmm. and I just let him measure me. And he said, here are all my new pants and oh, all the old pants the, he let the ham out wow. of on the other leg. Wow. 
And the other woman was healed later in a church service. Hers was a healing. It took a few weeks. But her eye, and she has perfect vision in that eye now. His was a miracle, right. and hers was a healing, and they both happened right. by two from two people who didn't even know what they were doing, huh. but just said, "Jesus, please." Within the same service, says. or is it a different, different, event, a different time? We were both together in that room. In that room, wow. Yeah, and, one was and her, bit, hers yeah. didn't happen there, and we went home going, "Well, his happened. Why, why didn't hers happen? And is right. this the way it works?" We were learning, um, but now that I understand the difference in miracles and healings, mm-hmm. both to God's glory, yeah. some people it takes months, years decades it'll be a process i've experienced that but the thing is is that if we will trust the lord and his timing Mm -hmm. and trust that he's wanting to do something in us not just in our physical body but spirit and mind as well sometimes those are going to be healed those physical needs are going to he's going to choose a healing for that because it will also heal your spirit and mind along the way other people have something urgent like this man did i mean it was affecting his whole body his back health his pain pain all the time and God just in his mercy took care of it. But wow. that was, yeah, we had, they were laughing. My husband and he were laughing at all the new pants, and I'm sobbing. I'm like, this is so amazing, Jesus. is so good. I love that. I love that. And then um, do you, I know I just mentioned that was the last question, and I've got about three more for you. That's fine. Um, do you place, uh, like, when somebody starts eating correctly and exercising, then their, and their health comes into alignment, do you consider that a, Healing, or do you put that in a third category as just it's kind of a I do consider a it a natural, healing. Okay. I think it's process. Process, um, yeah. And, again, if, if one of the Greek words is therapeo, and it means mm-hmm. therapy, remedy, yeah. cure, or medicine, I believe food is medicine. Hippocrates yeah. said, let food be your medicine. Yeah. And I really believe that that is a process, and you can turn, they now say you can turn diabetes around, mm-hmm. type 2 diabetes, by changing your diet. Um, I read a report this morning. It's the first one I've ever read. But amazingly, I read it just this morning before coming here about um, diet changes that are reversing dementia. Mm. This is fascinating. And yeah. one of them is one of the foods is walnuts, which interesting to me mm. looks like a brain. But, <laughs> yeah, um, but so, yeah, there's all these things that I believe are a process that I would put in the healing category. Yeah. And then there's just flat out miracles. I've experienced both. I believe in both. I believe those two camps need to not be segregated. We can get a lot more done and be a lot more effective for the Lord, be a powerful testimony to him. I just believe that it's going to be a different route for each person. And because of that, and I'm glad you brought it up, I have a heart to encourage people who are in the healing route mm-hmm. um, because they can get so discouraged. Yeah. Why didn't God answer my prayer? I thought I was going to get a miracle. Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong? I guess that doesn't work. I guess God doesn't heal today. Well, I tried to get rid of sugar and it didn't really do anything. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just go back, you know, yeah. on and on and on. The enemy can just absolutely get off, get us off track if we're going down the healing route. Yeah. But I so believe that the <coughs> healing route, mm-hmm. this is gonna be, you're not going to believe I'm going to say this because we all would prefer a miracle. Yeah. But the healing route is the one that's really going to make you whole because you're going to have to dig deep mm. and pray and say, Lord, what am I doing wrong? Am I not connecting with you? Lord, how am I thinking wrong? It is a total temple cleansing mm-hmm. when you're going down the healing route. That's good Miracles are good and they're merciful. Yeah. Um, we knew a guy who he was addicted to drugs and alcohol, and he he literally went to the altar and got delivered of alcoholism like mm. that. Never had another mm. cra- craving. The drugs, however, hmm. um, I'm talking about uh, prescription drugs. He was on like 33 Xanax a day buying them illegally Yikes. online. Ugh. That happened 
by process. Mm-hmm. He weaned off of them. We actually had um, several ser- several sessions with him of prayer that turned into all out what I would call deliverance sessions. Right. We we knew medically what the symptoms were of Xanax withdrawal, mm-hmm. and he went through all of those checklists. But there were some in so this no. category over here that you could not explain <laughs> right. things that were manifesting and voices. And mm-hmm. he had it was the reasons he was medicating. Mm-hmm. We had to deal with mm-hmm. those. This one at the altar happened. It was a miracle. The alcoholism, it just was taken from him. God required him to cooperate with him to get off of these prescription drugs. It has made him a better father. It's allowed him to choose better coping mechanisms because he's whole emotionally now Mm -hmm. um, and physically. And so, yeah, there's... It's up to your heavenly father which one he yeah. chooses for you. Right. It's not your place to argue with him. You have to flow with him and yeah. obey him. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, the healing. You know, when people ask, well, why why would God want it to take so long? You know, I often think of when um, uh, God was bringing. I think it was Joshua back into the promised land, and he says, "I'm going to leave five, five enemies in the right. land." Why? Why would you leave five enemies to teach me how to war? And I think sometimes. He gave me that verse one time, too. With Mm -hmm. the teen challenge background that I have, uh, working with people with addictions, I've seen that instantaneous healing. And the ones who don't get that are, like, sometimes jealous of, Mm -hmm. why didn't God do that? But Mm -hmm. oftentimes the one who kind of battled with this have, have really learned how to how to it's do spiritual true. warfare and learned how to stand for their uh, for their their, their well being and and, their, and, and their it is standing. Them. It is yeah, it, yeah. it's it's the process of climbing Psalm twenty four. Who may stand before the Lord, the holy hill of the Lord? You know, who may climb the holy hill of the Lord? And then it speaks about standing. So there's the climbing and then there's the standing. But I believe that if you um, will do both, and if you since you bring up you know the drugs and the alcohol and all of that uh, and the numbers passage about God what it specifically says is he won't clear all the giants out of the, at once or else your children would never learn to war oh, okay, so, so I think about the legacy so, uh, your father has in you and his children um, and so yeah that. that is a sometimes he won't take okay, all the giants yeah. out immediately because he wants yeah. your children, children yeah, to learn to let overcome them fight too. Yeah, let so them. there were times when I was going through things and I would think I'd be digging soul searching spirit connecting you know with the holy spirit and like i said the full route the healing route the the clean my clock route and i would say lord how much character does one person need like (laughs) what what else do i and that's when he showed me that verse Mm -hmm. um and i can't remember what it was but as i looked it up it said um and I will not remove all the Goliaths at once. It will take that that your children may learn the art of war. Okay, yeah. I didn't and even I think thought, it'd be the children. Okay, That's, so what this uh, is about is not just me and something I'm doing wrong. He wants my children to learn yeah. how to war for him. He wants my children to learn um, not to be discouraged if they ask for a miracle and get a healing. Mm-hmm. He wants them to, because remember, we were turning the Titanic around. We Those, those mm-hmm. first two children were raised in a denomination mm-hmm. that did not believe in this. They had to see... The miracles, but they also needed to learn healings and not move into doubt and unbelief right. if there was a waiting period. Good, good word. That's yeah. so encouraging. We may struggle with believing that God answers prayers for healing. We may have prayed for a miracle in the past and felt like God was silent. This could be God's invitation to teach us how to overcome the giants in our lives. If we continue to seek Him, we will find ourselves experiencing God's presence in whole new ways. Sound design for this episode was by Mike Hallsmith. This episode was written by Rachel Schimitz. Our producer is Chris Wigington with video production by Aaron Gale. 
Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. We hope you join us next week on the Gary Wilkerson Podcast.